Oh, come on, just break the mold tonight. And he never will. He never will. Doesn't matter the situation. And he never will. He never will. So when listen to the sound. Here's what we need to realize. Of power on my lips. That Jesus has broken the curse, and he has never lost a battle. And who are you, great mountain, that you should not bow low? And Jesus defeated the darkness. He has never lost a battle, and he never will, he never will, oh yes, and he never will, he never will, and he never will, he never will, hallelujah. And he never will, he never will. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I just, just, just worship him for a moment. I just feel this atmosphere of worship in this house. It reminds me of a song that says, Hold to God's unchanging hand. Hold to God's Unchanging hand, build your hopes on things eternal, and hold to God's unchanging hand. So hold to God's unchanging hand. Oh, oh, to God's unchanging hand. So build your hopes on things eternal. And hold oh, to God's unchanging hand. Sing that one more time. Say hold to God's unchanging hand. Oh, hallelujah. And hold to God's unchanging hand. So build your hopes on things eternal. And hold to God's unchanging hand. How many thankful for the Lord in His presence tonight? Amen. Praise God. Praise God. We're going to be in Ephesians chapter 5, and I, I plan just to exhort and encourage you tonight and, and move out of the way and see what the Lord wants to do. Amen. It's so good to see you in the house of the Lord. How many appreciates the presence of God in the house and and I, I promise you that when I begin reading this, that uh, we are not going in the direction that you probably think we are going. But we're going to pick up Ephesians 5, and we're going to pick it up in verse 
number 22. First word of that verse is wives. Submit yourselves unto your husbands as unto the Lord. And the men said, Amen. Ain't nobody said amen, huh? For husband, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. But husbands, catch this. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the word, or washing of the wa- of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious, say glorious, glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. God, we come before you. We thank you for your word and its anointing, and we ask that it go forth in that anointing and break yokes tonight. And we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. And the church says amen. I'm not preaching on marriage tonight in the sense that you think I am. I'm preaching on a different marriage. If you find in this passage of Scripture, Paul's writing to the church of Ephesus and he's, he's teaching on marriage, and uh, I, I always crack up at that verse 22 where it says, Wives, submit yourselves unto your husbands, uh, also unto the Lord. Uh, I remember that uh, uh, my father telling me a story of Sherman Cook in Waynesville, Ohio. Pastor, he was preaching on this one time, and he, he read that verse, and he was teaching on marriage. And he said, Never forget. As, as the scripture would go on and say that the wife is to submit and the man is to be the head and Sister Cook was used to sit on his right side, on the left side of the platform if you're looking at it. And she said, but the woman's the neck and you can't move without the neck. And uh, I always always thought that was funny. But we're not talking about marriage in the, the traditional sense as, as a couple. It can be taken that way. But I want you to notice here in the scriptures tonight that... Paul keeps relating it back and forth from marriage also to marriage with Christ. He's talking about the church and how that, it, 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 he, he, again, he's, he's teaching about marriage, but he's talking also as using as a, a similarity or, or an example, he's saying it's like Christ loves the church. And he says this in verse 26, if I'm not mistaken, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. And catch this, that he might present it to himself. That he might present it to himself as a glorious church, not having spot nor wrinkle nor any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. He's saying that he wishes to present the church. He will present the church to Himself. How many knows that we are the bride of Christ? That How many knows that Jesus is coming back? He's coming back for His bride and we're the bride and we'll be caught up with Him into heaven. We'll be at the, the marriage supper of the Lamb. We will be His bride. And He says that He can present it. Paul's saying he can re, pre, Jesus can present it to Himself a glorious church. 
a glorious church. I want to preach to you tonight on a glorious attraction. A glorious attraction. I, I will tell you tonight that, and my Bible teaches me, and, and in this passage we see that Jesus is coming back for a glorious church, and we've talked in this house many times that if He's coming back for a glorious church, that means that the church cannot be absent of His glory. You say, what is glory? Glory is the manifestation of the presence and the power of God. Glory is something that is visible, that is different. There is something that it, it illuminates around the glory of God. Uh, how many knows what the Bible says? Jesus taught us in, in Matthew chapter 5 that we are to be a light unto the world, uh, uh, like a shining city on a hill that cannot be hid. And He tells us that we, we, we don't put a candlestick or a candle on a candlestick behind a bushel, but we set it out in the middle of the house so it would give light to all the house. And he says this is the reason why. So people may see it and glorify your Father. So I just want to lay that quick foundation for you tonight that we are to be a glorious church and that Jesus is coming back for a glorious church. But here's what I want you to note tonight that I, I, I look across the, this nation and I, I know that God is doing great things around the globe and I believe that God uh, is stirring things up in this nation, in this church and people in this house. Uh, I believe those things. Uh, but I also believe by reading the scripture that the church uh, is not yet glorious. Uh, that, that the church is not yet that shining city on the hill uh, that Jesus designed it to be in Matthew chapter 5 uh, that, that, that can be seen seen for all the world. If there is light, there is power. And if there is light, I believe there is glory because the glory is a manifestation of Christ Himself which is the light of the world and he it's symbolic of His power which He has given to us by His Holy Spirit. You're tracking with me tonight. So I want you to understand this tonight that Jesus is coming back for a glorious bride. So this is, this is what I'm preaching you tonight on a glorious attraction. How, how many here is married? Just raise your hand. Don't be shamed. Don't be shamed. Don't be shamed. How many here is dating? How many here is engaged? They're so excited. So excited about to start life. Pay taxes and property tax and income tax and tax to be taxed. and It's going to be fun. Adulting is fun. Amen. School looks great compared to adulting. But but how many knows that that when when this this is this is how it seems to happen, man? I, I remember when I was coming over to to meet Sierra's family. Man, I, I put a nice shirt on. I, I I made sure my hair was right. I, I put a nice pair of boots on. I put nice jeans on, and I, I wanted to look nice. I wanted to be ready. For her to see me, right? I wanted to look the best that I could. It, it takes a lot to try to doll this up, but I wanted to look the best that I could. Uh, and and I, I see that the, you know when 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 people are asking each other out on a date, I see girls get all nervous and get butterflies. I see guys get all nervous and get butterflies. I me, me and Sarah have seen so many people get engaged over the the last few years and 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 they they're nervous and I, I remember Austin was nervous I was nervous uh, so many people you know you just get nervous and and that's how it is that's you because you you want to be presentable you 
want to do it the right way. You want to be ready. Well, the Bible teaches us that we need to position ourselves to be the bride of Christ. We need to position ourselves to be the bride of Christ. And to be the bride of Christ, we must have the glory of God living on the inside of us, shining on the outside of us. Is everyone making sense? Listen, I remember being in a church, and, I, and Sierra's probably not going to like me tonight, but I'm going to use her as an example because I'm married to her, and that's what we're talking about in the text. And I, I was telling the kids Sunday uh, how we were at, at Brother Setzer's church, and me and Austin were in the front row, and Ronnie slid in with a group of women in the second row, and I, I remember that, that we was just worshiping. It was a normal service and whatever, and Pastor Setzer got up and he said, turn around and shake someone's hand behind you on the side of you and I remember turning around and Sarah was right there and I shook her hand I turned back to Austin I said you see her she's beautiful she's gorgeous she's in the house of the Lord this is a good thing I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to because I was attracted to her I was attracted to her. I got to know her. I, I was attracted to her heart and to her spirit. I was attracted to her. I want you to know that Jesus is attracted to where his glory dwells. And I don't know about you, but I want God to come. I want Jesus to come to the place that he's attracted to the church in America again. I'm not saying that God doesn't love you. I'm not saying that God doesn't see you. I'm not saying that God doesn't care about you. He absolutely does. But I want you to know what attracts the presence of God the moving of God and Jesus himself is where his glory is at that means that we got to live right that means we got to lay aside as Hebrews 12 says every weight and every sin that so easily besets us and that we need to look unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith I want you to realize tonight that it's time that the body of Christ in the United States of America America, get glorious again. Get become people, not just of word, not just of uh, oh, they're a good person. The, the character's great. I believe that can can witness to so many. But I'm ready to see the manifestation of God's glory in the house again. It's time to get dolled up spiritually. It's time to prepare because you have a date with the Creator of the universe, and His name is Jesus. Christ and he's coming back for a glorious bride because he is attracted to the glory of God hear me tonight so we see that in our culture what is fascinating is, is he says he, he's washing this bride he's, he's, he's trying to prepare this bride listen church we, we, we have to listen to the Holy Spirit in our life the Bible teaches us that the Holy Spirit will teach us if we let him. That means when the Holy Spirit tugs at you and says, hey, you shouldn't be watching this, you shouldn't be watching it. That means when the Holy Spirit tugs and says, you shouldn't be listening to this, you shouldn't listen to it. When the Holy Spirit tugs and says, you shouldn't run around with this crowd, you shouldn't get involved with these things, you need to listen to it. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is trying to prepare you for, the, for, for your groom, for the one that desires you, the one that died for you. We read in our text that He gave His life for the church. He gave 
gave his life for you. He desires you. He wants you. He, he, he eagerly desires to be with you. But the Holy Spirit is trying to bring your life into alignment so that you can walk according to the will of God and in the glory of God, thus walking in the manifestation of God's power, thus attracting Jesus to your life. How many wants more of Jesus? Amen. I pray that you do. So we see here in our culture, we, we do things unique and, and different than other cultures. And Pastor Ronnie's traveled the world. Many others here have, have, has traveled different places. And, and I, I haven't traveled too much, but, but weddings are different across the world. But here in our culture, in our nation, what happens is after the groom proposes and the wedding is planned and, and it comes to the wedding day, they both get ready. They, uh, they put on their best. They, they get a nice suit and, and they get a nice tie. The, the groom does. And, and the, 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 the bride goes out and spends a fortune on a beautiful dress. And, and Chris, you can give me an amen anytime. And, and, and they spend a fortune on a, on a new dress. Sarah, you can give me an amen anytime. <laughs> no, but, but it's expensive. Why? Because it's such an important day. They want to be ready for their groom to see them. They want their best out. They, 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 they want their groom to see them at their best. And I want you to know that it needs to be no different in the spirit because we must make ourselves the best we can be through the power of the Holy Ghost because Jesus is drawn to the glory. But we also see in our culture that when the wedding day comes, the groom will, will stand on this platform. Or, you know, I'm using this church as an example. And we see that the bride comes to him. She's walked down the aisle and she is brought to him. But here's what God word, God's word says. In James chapter 4, he says, If you draw nigh unto me, I will draw nigh unto you. If you desire my glory, if you desire my power, if you desire more of myself, then I will draw nigh unto you. Let, let me teach you a little something. How many loves miracles? How many loves the manifestation of God's presence? And I know I'm preaching about that, and that's great. But I want you to know you should not love the signs of God more than you love God. You should not love the benefits of Christ before you love the benefactor who is Christ. We must love, fall in love with Christ. We read in Revelations of the churches and, and the church had lost its first love. Let us never be that way. But he says, you draw nigh unto me, I'll draw nigh unto you. In the Spirit. But we also see in different cultures in Jesus' time, and this is, is, is more in the physical because Jesus is coming back. That in their culture, the groom goes and gets the bride. He's coming to get the bride. And the, 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 the history teaches us that, that the groom puts on his best, just like we do here. The, 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 the bride makes herself ready. She prepares for the calling and she'll hear the calling that the groom is coming. The groom is coming. You read of this parable that Jesus gives of the ten virgins, five wise, five foolish, in Matthew chapter 25, that five were not ready. Therefore, five got left because he was attracted to the five 
that were ready and full of His glory, full of His anointing, full of His power. So Jesus is still coming back for His glorious church. I want you to note something with me tonight. That in the spirit I have felt over the last few weeks a a, a terrible, terrible resistance to what God wants to do. Just in my personal life, there's been, there's been battles that we've all been facing. You know, Sister Crystal was testifying about some things that she had been facing. Listen, we've, we're all facing things. We all face obstacles. Many have had to walk through very difficult situations in the last few months and had to deal with, 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 with very difficult things. And, and, and how many knows that in your Christian walk that the enemy would love nothing more than to bombard your mind and, and to get inside and deceive you? I want you to know that what the church needs to do now more than ever before is become glorious. Well, you say, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? What I'm saying is, is I, I had to do this in, in here last night. Uh, I was in here and I was about to shout all by myself. Uh, I was praying and, and God was just giving me these, th- this message tonight. And he, he began to share with me. He said, son, uh, what you need to do is you need to begin to tell the devil, tell your flesh, uh, I am becoming glorious. Uh, I'm becoming someone that Christ uh, is attracted to. Uh, I'm someone that when I pray, God hears me. Uh, I'm someone that when I when, when I call out to him uh, that he's there when I need him uh, I'm someone uh, that he loves that he desires uh, I am glorious uh, listen you can say well I feel like all hell is breaking through in my life uh, I feel like this situation has come that situation has come uh, I want you to know that the Bible tells us uh, in, in, in Romans chapter 5 uh, that where sin and darkness abounds uh, that grace more abounds uh, it doesn't matter how dark it gets it's in your life. I want you to know that there's something greater in you than that is in the world. You say, what is that? That is the glory of God. Colossians 1 and 27. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. There is something on the inside of you that needs to begin to come out of you. It needs to come out of you in worship. It needs to come out of you in the preaching. It needs to come out of you in the altars. It needs to come out of you at work. It needs to come out of you at your house. It needs to come out of you walking through Walmart. I don't care where it is, but I want Jesus to be attracted to the glory that he has placed in my life so that where I am, he is also. It's a glorious attraction. He's attracted to his glory. They'll come to the music tonight. some study and I was reading and, and, and there, there are things that people call the divine law of attraction and they, they, they have these theories and some of them are really weird but I want you to know for the saints of God what the divine law of attraction is follow Christ surrender to Christ know His glory attract His presence. A glorious attraction needs to come back to the church. I want want Christ to get up off his throne and say, Well, look at that church in America. She's beautiful. 
Bible tells us in Song of Solomon. It's a book of nothing but love. And when you read it, it's a little odd. But it's full of nothing but love. And it's supposed to symbolize God's love for His saints, God's love for His church, God's love for His people. And there's a verse in chapter 6 and verse 3 that says, I am my beloved. I am His. And my beloved is mine. Jesus told His disciples that I am in God, but that you are in me. And I am in you. We need to stop acting like God lives far away. That He's distant. Because last time I checked, He's right here. He's right there. He's right there. He's right there. He's right there. So listen, I know we live in a society where we can we concern ourselves. Listen, I've worked in, in, in youth ministry for the last seven years. They're very concerned with image. And I will tell you, I, 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 I just, from observation, I, myself included, parents, adults are very concerned with image. I'm not saying that you, 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 don't, you shouldn't want a good name. I, that's not what I'm saying. But we're concerned with how it looks. How we're presented. How we're represented. How people think of us. It, it's very concerning to us. But I want you to know that I've, I've had some comments come in my life. But the Lord just keeps reminding me over and over again. That son... Stop worrying about your image and focus on mine. Because I want my image to mirror the image of Christ. I'll forgive and forget. We, we, we read in, in Mark chapter 11, we read about casting mountains into the sea. And we, we shout and we hoot and holler. But then we don't read the next few verses where he says, if you don't have forgiveness... Gotta forgive and forget. Forgiving may be easy. Forgetting's hard, but we're forgive and forget. We're to move on. I want my image to be like Christ. I want to forgive. I want to love. I want to show grace. Do you realize that God showed you grace when He saved your soul and you were not worthy? I was not worthy. But He showed you grace. Why can we not show grace to others? That He showed you mercy. Why can't we show mercy to others? Because you don't realize in, in knowing the attributes of God that we are portraying the glory of God. Thus attracting Christ to our lives. You draw nigh unto me. I'll draw nigh unto you. And one day, I'll come. And I'll get you.
Many of us have heard that Jesus is coming back our entire lives. But I want you to know what 2 Peter chapter 3 says, verses 3 and 4, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking in their own lust and saying, where is the promise of His coming? For since the fathers have fell asleep, all things continued as they were from the beginning of creation. He said, scoffers would come and say, where is the coming of the Lord? I want you to know it's closer than it's ever been. And he's looking for glory. Because it says here in our text that he's going to present it to himself. A glorious church. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back for a beauty, beautiful bride. A glorious bride. Revelation 19 and 7 says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to Him. For the marriage of the Lamb is come. And His wife had made herself ready. That's us. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. It's not legalistic for me to say to pursue holiness, to pursue purity. It's not legalism. It's not legalistic for me to say that you shouldn't watch some things. That you shouldn't listen to some things. That's not legalistic. Why? Because pastor and I, we're, we're trying to teach you that he's attracted to his glory. You know why we felt His presence in worship tonight is because there was some glory in worship being manifested from your mouth, from your heart, from your soul, from your spirit. What could that do in your home? I want you to know worship's not something I do just here. I worship in my home. I worship at my job, even when it's hard. I'm a guy that sells stuff and I got nothing to sell lately. Everything's backed up. Justin, that makes people really unpopular. It makes me very unpopular. I had to deal with some things, but guess what? I got to show the glory. I got I to be the light. Why? Because I want him to be attracted to me. I'll tell you this in closing if you stand across this house, went long enough. can say this. I mean, my wife are going on five years of marriage, and that's not long, but I will tell you, she's prettier to me today than she was five years ago. She just... I, I'm, I haven't stopped being attracted to my wife. I thank God for that. But I want you to know that it's the same way, Justin, with the Lord... He looks better to me today than He did yesterday. And I'm still attracted to His Spirit. I'm still attracted to His power. I'm still attracted 
to who he is. I love him. And he loved me so much that he died for me while I was yet in sin. So I will live for him and try to live my life without sin. Because I want to be glorious. So if you're here tonight, and you say, self, it's time to get glorious. See, Jackson's getting it. He's understanding. He's rejoicing. It's time to get glorious. You say, why? Listen, I, I, I just, I, I, I'm dead serious. I did this last night as I began to proclaim over my life because the, just the enemy trying to bombard and try to bombard. And that's what he does. That's what he does. But I, I began to tell myself what the Lord declared over my life. I said, it's time for me to get glorious. There's a power in me that is the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. It's about time I get glorious and start living in victory and not just preaching about it, but living it. I'm not defeated, church. I've been knocked down, but I'm not destroyed. I've suffered some things, but I've been healed. I've dealt with some issues, but He still showed me His power. And I leave you with this. The words that Jesus gave Paul, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. You feel weak right now? It's a perfect time to get glorious. So if you're here tonight and you say, self, I need, I need to get glorious. I need to tap into the Spirit of God that He's given me, to the salvation He's given me, to the, the gift that He's given me. And you just want to be encouraged tonight. I want you to come to these altars, kneel, stand. It doesn't matter. If you want to pray at your seat, that's fine. But we're going to come. We're just going to call out to the benefactor, not just for his benefits, but for who he is. I want the fullness of who he is. So I'm going to call you to a place of prayer tonight. Come. We want to pray with you. We want to encourage you, but it's time to get glorious. Addiction come, time to get glorious. Your past come up. Listen to me. Your past comes up. It's time to get glorious. Some of the situations that you're going through, all hell breaking out in your life, in your marriage, in your finances, I want you to know that it's time to get glorious. It's time to experience the power of God. Hey everyone, uh, Cameron here from PTC Ministries. I'm so glad that you could join us today uh, for the message here. Uh, I hope the message touched you uh, in a personal way and that you could take that and mold that and move it and let it move you in your life. And as you can continue your walk with Christ, continue your walk with us as well. Follow us, uh, click in the link below in the description there. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. And don't forget to uh, like and subscribe. I feel like a YouTuber here, but don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel to uh, stay connected with us. Um, and thank you for joining us.